three, two, one. Wow. Oh my God, that's cold. Welcome back to You Betcha Radio Podcast, the coldest podcast in all the Midwest. I am Miles, the You Betcha guy here with Ryan, the t-shirt guy. We got a great show ahead of you. Ryan's getting married this week. Um, so let's just get into the show. I would venture to say it's almost the nectar of the gods. Back, baby, back. I want my push. Oh my god, that's cold. Oh, you betcha, yeah. Yeah. What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode 32 of the You Betcha Radio podcast. I think we had talked earlier that we're ma- we'll name this one the we- the Wedding Week podcast. Wedding Week podcast. Because feels you- good to be back in the studio. By the way, it does. Um, it, it does. And even taking like obviously we did the bar takeover last week, but even that one week layoff of being in the podcast studio, it's it's kind of weird. Feels like it's been months. Yeah, it does feel like it's been a while, but we're back and we're ready to rock. Yes, sir. Guys, before I forget, go check us out on social media at OUBetcha. That's at O-H-H, you betcha. Unfortunately, we do not have any merch for sale at this point, but um, we're working on a new release here in September, so stay tuned for that. I think y'all are really going to like it. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be our biggest launch in terms of different products, different garments. Garments. Um, garments. Um, so yeah, I, I think you guys are going to really going to like it. So this is like our first, this is our first fall of selling merchandise. Um, and I feel like fall is such a good time to break out the crew necks or the hooded sweatshirts. Um, it's, it's hoodie season. Ryan, Ryan don't give them too much here. No, I'm just saying like typical, you know, <laughs> typical <laughs> fall fashion. Let's just tease them a little bit. Sure. You don't need to give them the full foreplay. But we had nothing for sale last fall. Yeah. We didn't start selling merch until... November of last year. Yep. So it's going to be fun. The first fall release coming in September. So stay tuned for that. Speaking of that, Ryan. Yes, Miles. You Motors, Motorsports Marine located in Fargo, North Dakota and Pelican Lake, Minnesota. You guys need to check them out. They have all of the best brands, Honda, Yamaha, Can-Am, Sea-Doo, the Teak Boats, Super Boats, Supreme Boats. All the boats. All the boats. And Avalon pontoons, especially as the season, lake season starts to wind down, I'm sure that they have great deals um, for you to buy a boat for next season. Yep. Or maybe spend a little time of what we have left of the summer out on the lake. Uh, but they also have a lot of other toys and, and fun stuff as well. So you got to check them out at umotorsinc.com <clears throat> or on all their social medias, Facebook, Instagram. Um, what's really funny about the U-Motors guys is they are, you bet you guys, through and through. Yes. I saw him at a lake bar, one of the, the manager, this weekend. Yep. Drinking Bush Light. Of course. Through and through. Of course. Um, so that if if... All of the stuff beforehand isn't um, enough to go check them out. That is another reason is they're bush latte drinkers, um, and they're also just great dudes and gals to hang out with. Um, they're going to give you great service, and if you mention this ad, you get 20% off parts and accessories. Yeah, I wonder if they could maybe hook us up with our own private yacht for um, the trip back to the Ozarks next year if it happens. Yeah, I, we'll, think- we'll work on it, Ryan. Okay. I, I don't okay. know if that's... Maybe yeah, next we'll, time we'll you're see. at the lake bar. Yeah, next, next time at the lake bar, I'll mention a yacht to them, see what's up. <laughs> well, it's a boat now. Yeah. It's, it's a boat to yeah. us. Um, but whatever. So speaking of Missouri, Ryan, 
we're one week removed um, from the bar takeover in Fenton. Yeah. Again, thank you to David and everyone at Fenton Bar and Grill. The F bag. The F bag. Um, it was awesome. We had a lot of people show up. A lot of people wearing merch. A lot of people bought ber- merch. Our boy Travis Moore. Yes. The brewing director of North America at Anheuser Busch showed up. Um, always a pleasure for him to show up. Yeah, and he brought then, some buddies here. He brought some coworkers yep, with too. Yep. They were, uh, I met a lot of those guys when I was doing the tour of the St. Louis Brewery. Um, so that was great for them to show up. Did you recognize a, f- a few faces um, from when you went to the brewery? Like the guys that he brought yeah, with? Yep. Okay. Yeah, that's what I was on that trip. At, so yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it was cool to see all those, all those people again, guys and gals. Um, yeah. It just shows that the, the Anheuser-Busch brand really cares about what they do. Yeah. The fact that they took time out of their day to go to like a rinky dink event at a bar and they had to drive for it, you know? It was an interesting location. It was kind of in like an industrial office park um, with just, let's just say a small town bar. Yeah. In the middle of all that mumbo jumbo. Yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. And uh, the, the whole podcast, it it was a shorter podcast last week. Because we had all sorts of technical difficulties. The camera was overheating. I was going to say, what happened, Miles? The audio got messed up. And so luckily we got the meat and potatoes of that podcast recorded and up and to the listeners. Um, So we apologize for that. But we'll learn from it. uh, I promise that nothing will get cut off in this one. Do you think you'll be taking a little hiatus from uh, the St. Louis area for a while, or will, <laughs> will you be down again in the next month or two? I don't know. Anything can happen. Um, but, three trips uh, in like three months. Yeah. Well, what's nice about finally finishing the summer bar takeover tour yep. is that we got to get a little bit of time to decompress and kind of figure out what we're going to do next. Right. I know that we got to start planning You Betcha Palooza 2. Yep. I yeah, know. you were kind of up in the air about that. Yeah. Start, we're talking like you March. Knew, you knew I was yeah. going to say oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So um, we're going to be a little more professional about it this round. <laughs> we got, we're got we going to hire some people to help, help us. So thank God. Hopefully we're not running the cornhole tournament ourselves. Because <laughs> yeah, that was a mess. The, uh, you bet you Palooza won the successful failure. Yes. Um, and then, Ryan, which was announced on Facebook on Friday. Saw that. We are going to have a You Betcha tailgate party at Kinnick Stadium in Iowa City for the Iowa Hawkeye versus Penn State game Wow! on October 12th. That so that is going to be awesome. Electric. It's already so many people that have responded that. to that. Um, so I'm hoping this thing just turns into a rowdy crowd, a rowdy uh, experience. Just everyone hanging out, drinking bush lattes, um, getting ready for a Hawkeye game. Stay tuned on stuff on the Friday before as well. I think that we might end up at a bar in Iowa City somewhere. Not doing like a full takeover, but kind of maybe do a, a live little podcast or something, which Ryan will not be there because he has other commitments before this yep. whole thing came up. So we got to figure out who should be the, the other co-host for that. The guest co-host. Iowa City. Yeah, so I, I'm, we'll have to figure that out. Yeah. Um, but be looking for October 11th and 12th in Iowa City. 
Um, I think it's going to be a really great time. So do you know exactly like where you'll be in the parking lot? So You've been there before. Yeah, so not 100% yet, but mm-hmm. I believe we're going to be north of the stadium. Okay. So that means nothing to you, Ryan, because I don't think you've ever been there before. I haven't. Yeah, so we're going to be north of the stadium, I believe. Not 100% nailed down yet because we still got time. Yeah. Um, but 7G distribution, um, the distributor in Iowa City is going to be helping us out. That's their tailgating spots. Um, I know that they're going to be, they have a lot of stuff planned for fun stuff that we're going to do. And so thanks to them, and, and uh, we're excited to be working with them. The distributors for Anheuser Busch are like, they're the they're awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's always, it's it. I've never had any issues working with a distributor, and it's always, what do you need? Awesome, we'll get that done for you. Hey, we can't do that, but maybe let's try something else. Yep. It, it's always a positive experience. So, um, I think that a little bit speaks to the 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 AB brand, um, but. Yeah, so I'm excited for that. And you met 7G uh, distributor last year, didn't you? Yeah, it was very brief. Okay, um, but we did uh, we did uh, talk to them, and and they're like, "Hey, let us know when you're coming back." And almost a year later, it's, <laughs> we're which, back, baby. Which is wild because June, July, August, September. I mean, what was that like? Four months. What what month last year did you go down to, uh, to Kinnick? I think it was maybe in November. So like five months into the page. Yeah, we only had a few videos that hit. Um, wow. So pretty cool to... To be back bigger bigger and better. <sighs> yeah, we're... I mean, I, I got to maybe check what our, our following is on Facebook, but we, uh, we just are about... We just hit 100 million views on Facebook. what did you say what did you say your goal was for i think it was for year two i think it was 100 million and And i kind of looked at you i kind of looked at you and i i I was like 100 million like yeah you were like a little nervous about that not nervous just like i'm just trying to be like the realist in the situation like well so i guess we haven't hit that goal yet (laughs) but it's but we're we're 70 percent of the way there because we had 30 million views coming into second year yeah in two um, two months, yeah, we have almost three hundred thirty thousand followers on Facebook. Wow, just hit fifty thousand followers on Instagram. Um, YouTube has suddenly hit. So, if you haven't followed us on YouTube, go check us out on there. Um, it's all of the same content. It's got a little bit different format on it, um, and, and it's always interesting reading the comments because it's just a different crowd. Yes. Um, but yeah, we've been growing basically on uh, on every platform. We hit ten thousand followers on Twitter, and so these last couple months have been crazy. And so to come back to to Kinnick, to come back to Iowa City with probably what ten x the yeah. amount of followers on everything. Um, I think is going to be a really awesome time. And it's a lot of people were mad about the, uh, uh, not going to Ames, Iowa for Iowa state. Just calm down. We're we're not, I'm not saying this, but we're going to make the rounds at some point. Yeah. I don't know if it'll be this year, but at some point we're going to be making the rounds, Ryan. And that's all I'll say about that. That's a that's a that's a tough segment to, to transition from because well, it's like it's it's you just want to like soak it all in. Yeah, the fact that 
you know, the page is in this position right now. To, views in 14 months. Pretty crazy. Yeah. Also, you know what else is crazy, Ryan, as we segue here? You're getting married in like how many days? So today is Monday. Like four full days. Yeah. Like four, five days. Four, five days. You're getting married. Yeah. That's pretty wild. Yeah, it's crazy. It's actually like um, I've had a, a really hard time like focusing at my day job. Um, You're not that in love, Ryan. <clears throat> it's just like googly eyes. Think about this though: a wedding, like a wedding, is just like. Well, why did you plan such a big party for a wedding? Like, when did that start? Like, outside of family. Um, I don't know when it started, but it also like I think that like people just like getting together for big parties and yeah. like everyone who gets married can have one. Like, yep. I mean, there's like the women are like, you know, the best days of my life are graduating from high school and getting married and then having your first kid. It's like just kind of those monumental things. So yeah. if that's like one of the best slash happiest days of your life, it makes sense that you're going to throw a big party. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Meg made a good point this morning. She said, you spend, you know, usually like around a year, eight months, two years planning this big party with family and friends. You, you freaking just live it up for like one full day and, and then done. everyone forgets about it after yeah. that. <laughs> oh. gonna, everyone's going to be so over you too uh, <laughs> by the time the wedding's yep. done. But so we're going to talk some more wedding stuff after the first break here. Um, we'll talk a little bit more about your wedding coming up. Yep. And then we're also going to talk about. Some of the stuff we just really do not like about weddings. <laughs> oh my god, that's cold! Wow, Miles, you finished that first beer really quick. Yeah, I spilt. Uh, I spilt over the break, so shed a tear for my my spilt bush latte. So Ryan. Getting married this week. I know you talked about that. It's crazy. You build up um, a whole year to plan it. It's over in a day. You and her have been dating for a while, though. Long time. Long, long time. What? 10 years? It'll be 10 years in October. So you guys are high school sweethearts. Yep. You're, li- you're literally a, a, a walking, breathing country song. Yep. Um, like, actually, though. Yeah. A Luke Combs country song. Luke Combs. Luke Combs. Um, my question to you, as a guy who's never been engaged, <laughs> by choice, Wait, what relax, about, what about, <laughs> never been engaged, what's it like? I mean, I just imagine it's not that much different. Mm-mm. The only thing that's different is your, like, one of your main focuses for, let's just say, like, the last six months of the engagement is, like, wedding planning. So that's really the only thing different, like in our lifestyles that we have to take care of for full transparency. Has there been any fights about wedding planning? Uh, there's been a few here and there. Um, guess, guess what, what? guess what it has mainly stemmed around. And I feel like a lot of people have this issue too. Um, it stemmed around how many people were going to be at the wedding? Yes. <laughs> that was a complete guess. Yes. That you was nailed it. a complete guess. <laughs> the guest list. Because who wanted more? Um, I think I probably did. Um, just because I want to like invite all my buddies. Like, You don't have that many buddies, <laughs> Ryan. <laughs> but like from all phases of life, like 
Um, I'm fighting uh, most of my high school buddies, my college buddies. Like there's a lot I played baseball with that I, I could have invited. They might've not wanted to travel from state to state. A lot of them are from out of state. Yep. Um, I could have invited all those guys. Um, I don't know it. I'm, I'm fine with where it's at. It, it ended up great. Um, it's really, going to be Ryan. Cause it doesn't sound like it's fine. No, it's going to be a great day. Um, but if you start doing that, if you start just inviting everybody, then you're going to have right. five, 600 people. Do there. you know how many people? Um, there'll be like 300 people. That seems about standard for yeah. a wedding, right? Yep. And it's an um, outdoor wedding. It's all, it's, it's at the lake. Cause I feel like if I get married, I could invite 400 people, but you just can't, you no. know, like it just gets ridiculously huge. Well, that, and you gotta, you have to pay for everyone's food. Right. You right. Know? Yeah. yeah. Um, um, I have friends. What was the other stuff you fought about? That was pretty much it. Um, Everything else I was super on board with, um, you know, the, the man in the engagement is kind of just there for like moral support, trying to de-stress, um, the, the, the woman, a lot of, a lot of massages, Ryan, a lot of back massages. Yep. Oh, yeah. Um, so the guest list what you, was, what do you need me to do, sweetie? <laughs> you pretty good at that phrase now? Oh what? yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> hey babe, what can I do for you tonight? Yeah. What do you need to, de- to decompress? <laughs> I just need a hot. A hot, uh, hot rag on a my hot neck. bath with some bath yeah. salts. Yeah. Some lavender bath salts. You bought some lavender bath salts, huh? I have not, no. Oh. Um, more, yeah. of a, more of a bath bomb guy myself. What, uh, what is some advice you would give someone that's engaged out there as Let, they plan their wedding? For a guy. From, the, from f- the male perspective. From the male perspective. Is it that you draw her a lavender bath? That's part of it. I think the biggest thing is, is just being there for the moral support. And at that time in planning the whole party, you kind of just become an agreer. Ooh. Um, now obviously like I had my opinions on, on some stuff and did you have to sit down beforehand and be like, all right, this is the stuff I would really love to see. Can we just work those in? And then she did the rest or what? Pretty much. And there, there wasn't a lot of stuff that I had, um, like, like, put my foot out for well and i feel like you are marrying this woman so obviously you guys have a lot in common yes so it's not like she's gonna necessarily plan something or do something that's like oh my god i can't believe you decided to do that yeah um five years ago i could have told you like what kind of wedding she wanted Oh, um, she had a Pinterest board, the whole thing. Yeah. And I mean, I just like, <laughs> just based off of like her style of yep. things and how she, yep. you know, we, we've been to weddings in the past and she's like, well, I think I'd do that different. I think, I don't know if I'd do that. Um, stuff like that. So I kind of had it like all, everything narrowed down by the time it came to start planning. So biggest piece of advice, just ask if there's anything that you can do. If there's not, then, then there's not, there's literally not. Um, but you know, you can be like, Hey, you're doing such a great job. Uh, like this, this is going to be such a good day. Just be like, you're going to look so hot on your wedding. So hot at that first look. You're going to look so hot. <laughs> Just so, keep telling her she's going to look hot. Oh yeah. She's Have getting, you seen the dress? No. I don't know if that's a thing or not. No, I, I'm pretty sure that's a, that's like a, a universal tradition. You don't see the dress. No, in, in America anyway. I'm not sure how other countries do weddings. Um, what, co- what color suit are you going to wear? Uh, charcoal. Say. Ooh, a little gray yep. action. Uh, darker gray. Darker gray. Groomsmen, groomsmen will be light gray. Oh, so you're a little bit darker? Yep. And like the color of their tux is like the color of my tie and the color of my tux is the color of their tie. So Ooh. it's kind of like... A little flip-flop? Yeah. Now, the one thing that she 
absolutely would not have went for was the camel vest, the camel tie. Yeah, that's that's. I gotta <laughs> find a special bride for that. I think. Yeah, not not that I ever would have went that route. Um, and I would screw around with her, and be like, "Hey, uh, hey, do you mind if we do like white tuxes?" So are you? Thinking- She's like, oh, "Absolutely not. We're doing so white do you, tuxes." Do you think we should go white camel or regular camel? <laughs> are we thinking like Max Four camel or like real tree? Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so that uh, that would have never flied. Yeah, I, I hear you on that. Well, I'm I'm gonna be there, Ryan. Yeah, I'm gonna be very intoxicated at your wedding. Um, I believe it. Yeah. Luckily, I went to the bachelor party, so obviously, like the whole wedding party, I already like, yep. you know, acquainting with. I think it's going to be a really good time. Yeah, I don't want. I don't want to give you too much credit, <laughs> but I think it will be a good time. It'll be at the lake, um, so you're not taking one of my lake weekends away. So that's nice. Hey, that's the whole point of it. Yep. Um, and it's the last weekend of summer, yeah. as we discussed on a couple podcasts ago. Yeah. So, um, but I imagine there's going to be. Uh, some stuff that is not so sweet that happens, Ryan. Um, so, guys, we are going to discuss our top three things that we that the the top three worst things about going to a wedding. So, this will be not your wedding for you. Yeah, just a wedding in general. Wedding in general, going to a wedding. The worst thing about going to a wedding. I want you to start it off, Ryan. Hopefully none of ours overlapped. Sure. So my third least favorite thing when going to a wedding is when things at the church or the ceremony are all said and done, the bride and groom usually go like to the door, to the exit, to greet people as they walk out. Yep. When their parents get in line and greet people also on the way out. So you have to greet the, about a hundred people. That, but like... I'm usually you go to a wedding for one person, like one side, the bride or the groom. So if I'm going for the groom, he's my buddy. I know his, his wife a little bit. I'm not going to know her parents. Like you want me to shake their hand and say, Hey, thanks for having me. Never met you before. Never will meet you again. Yep. So when the parents hop in line, it gets a little bit weird when it comes to that. Especially (laughs) if you don't know them that well. I, I'm also notorious for like, You'll skip for like the line. duck in the line. Oh, okay. <laughs> Ryan, the duck in the line guy over here. So they're so preoccupied greeting like a, someone yeah, not at all notice. times. You just hey, scoot out the side. Hey, I got to go to the bathroom quick. Yeah. Gone. Yep. So I like that because I would agree. Now it's not on my list. Okay. Good. Number Good. one or the, the third one on my list is a little bit about ducking out. Okay. <laughs> Let's say it's someone that you don't know that well. Mm-hmm. The, the third worst part about going to a wedding is figuring out when to leave. Okay. So like yours, I'm going to shut the place down, right? Oh, yeah. I'm just going to be drinking all night, go to my hotel room, pass out, the whole thing, right? Yep. But it's, let's say you don't know them that well. Let's say you don't necessarily, you got invited, but you're not like hanging with them all the time. When do you leave is really the question. <laughs> And then do you say goodbye? Yes, I was going to bring that up. <laughs> so it's, <laughs> I think that's a tough part. Yeah. I, I think that that's, that kind of sucks because then you're like, oh God, but if I leave right now, it makes me kind of look bad, but I kind of like want to catch the game. And yeah, so I think it depends on what kind of mood you're in. Like as far as drinking wise, like if you're, if you're throwing beers back and like you might step out on the dance floor for a little bit, um, it, that, that could suck you right in. Yeah. If you step on the but, dance floor, you yeah, might not leave. It, it depends on the mode or the mood of the party is kind of what you're saying. Yes. I would agree with that. But just the like 
anxiety of like, I don't want to look like an a-hole, but I also like I'm ready to leave. Mm-hmm. It's a tough spot. And so I'd say that's number three on my list. I like that. Um, yeah, the biggest part of that is like, do you say goodbye or not? Because like, if they're out on the dance floor having fun, like dancing, dancing it out, and for you to like go out there, stop them, and be like, hey, we're taking off. I just think that's that's kind of just like a, a mood breaker. Yeah. So even if they're they're not going to remember you, so you're ducking voting out. for. Don't telling them, just ducking out, ghosting well, you them. You are also Ryan, the duck out guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ryan, what's your number two? Long made of honor speeches. Why just made of honor speeches? <laughs> because oh, it's, here we go. it's the typical. <clears throat> so for those of you who don't know, I'm blah blah blah, and I've known. But why not groomsmen? Why not? Uh, or sorry, best man. Because there's not the cliche like. There's not the cliche attention catcher. So you want to know what I hate about maid of honor speeches? What? When they go like, or like that one time you like spilled <laughs> rosé everywhere. You remember? You remember? Oh my god! And they laugh and they do like inside joke thing in front of the whole thing and don't explain it. <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Yes. And they like do like oh yeah. You remember that? And they're like both laughing, and we're like huh right inside joke. Love to be a part of one someday. <laughs> You know, like, and I feel yes. like that just happens way more with uh, the maid of honor than the best man. I don't know, right? And and to piggyback off that, um, I feel like um, maid of honors just like want to tell a bunch of stories, right? And no one in the audience can really resonate with that. But the reason why the best man speeches always tends to be just a little bit better uh-huh. is because they just roast the groom. Yes. And it's always and, fun to and, listen to jokes about the groom. Right. And everyone can laugh about that, whether right. they know the situation or not. Yeah. So that would be, um, I don't hate speeches. I actually, I actually enjoy them. Yeah. But if they're, if they're, if they're written right, <laughs> written, written the right way. Written correctly, yes. Written correctly. Um, and they don't just draw with stories from college. And and I also feel like, now, what do you think? Is it is the speech a little bit better when the maid of honor is a sister or a friend? I think it's better when it's a sister. I would agree with you. Yep. Because they can, they actually kind of make fun of them a little more than what the friend would, I would think. And the friend would tend to tell more stories about the sister versus, yeah. or about the. When, when, like that one time when we spilled <laughs> rose. <laughs> oh my God, your face. Oh my God, your face. Uh, like. It went everywhere. <laughs> and then you're just sitting in the crowd, like. Yeah. Where it's, instead, it's like the sister's like. Hey, remember when you used to wet the bed till you were like fifteen? Yeah, people love that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, except for the except for the bride, except for the bride. Yeah. Yep. Um, All right, so, Miles, what's your second least favorite? Second, it's very on brand with the Ubetcha brand. Um, this my second to least favorite. Second least favorite. My second least favorite thing about weddings. Is when the open bar ends. Ooh. And you can always tell when the open bar is about to, uh, <laughs> about yes. to like, uh, close out because, you know, it's the room gets a little uneasy. Yep. Um, you kind of see people like, like, you can't see this, but <laughs> you, they get their eyes get really wide and they point to their friend, like, hey, come on. We, it's almost closed. We got to get a couple <laughs> more drinks while we yep. still can. Yep. Um, and then the line gets really long. 
And the worst part is being like one or two people away from the open bar ending because they yes. have to shut it off somewhere. They I've have been to. there. Yep. I've literally been there where I've I've had a person in front of me gets the last open bar item, drink item. Yeah. Drink. They get served last. And it's like, oh no. Yeah. I don't have to spend four dollars. And you probably forgot your wallet because you're like, I'm getting yeah, in. Yeah, it's all I'm free. Getting in. And okay, and I'm also the guy too where if it's an open bar all night, I'll just drop a twenty in the tip jar and then not tip the rest of the night because I don't want to deal with it. Does that make sense? Will you will you kind of make sure like they see it? Like they see it's a 20 and yeah, uh, you, you, you know may, what I mean? Well, you just maybe got to do the Yeah, because you don't want to be like, this guy hasn't tipped all night or yeah. he tipped once. Right. So maybe you do like a, hey, you hold up the 20 and be like, so like, where's the tip jar? Even though it's like right in front of your face. And they're like, yeah. right here. Oh, okay. There you go. And then they remember you. Yeah. And it's not about like being like the guy who tips well or anything. It's like, this is their job. Right. So I would be annoyed if someone wasn't paying me the correct amount for my job. Yep. So, but yeah, you know what I mean though? It's like, um, it's way easier just to tip a bigger amount one time for the whole night than worry about throwing a dollar in every time you go out for a drink. Well, Miles, I really like that. Cause I'm, I'm the dollar guy. You never thought about that. No, did you? I usually throw a buck in for each drink. Um, and it happens all night. Yeah. Wow. Cause then you don't have to get change or anything right. like that. It's just toss her in and have a good weekend. I like that. Yeah. That's a really good one. Yeah. Thanks Ryan. So you're, you're really nice when you're in wedding mode. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, it just happens to be a good week. It'll be a good week. Um, so my least favorite wedding thing that happens yes. is the cliche chicken dance or the <laughs> dollar dance. What or about the limbo? Not the limbo they don't either. Do the limbo anymore. I, I hope not. No. But you don't like the dollar dance. So that could get you like an extra like five hundred bucks, Ryan. I know, but it's just like I don't. People are are they're coming. They're giving cards. They're giving gifts. Like they don't need to. We don't need. An extra five hundred dollars from the people out of there. They're just we want them there because like we want to have a good time with them. So, and also at the same time, it's just weird. It's is just the, is the dollar dance dying? I think so. I actually haven't seen a dollar dance for a couple of years. Yeah, and I'm trying to think like the weddings that I've been to with a little bit older couple, maybe like their their mid thirties or so. Yeah. You see a dollar dance, but anyone like ten, in their mid twenties? No, it's not going to happen. No, I feel like ten years ago it happened at every wedding. Oh yeah. Because um, I remember being like a kid and being like, oh my God, I have to dance with the bride. Yeah. This is so uncomfortable. Yeah. When or you're like, you like what, what's the dance where you get in line, you get in like the, the choo-choo train line? Uh, the conga or something or the conga <laughs> I line? I don't remember what that's called, but I, I also just don't like that. Yeah. So, I'm not necessarily a big group dance guy unless it is the electric slide. Okay. I can get down to that. That's what? like the, like I hate the cha-cha slide. Sure. But the electric slide requires you to just dance, whereas the cha-cha slide tells you what to do, Yep, and it's, like, lame. But you actually have to know the electric slide in order to do the electric slide. Which is more intense than the cha-cha slide. Right. Um, I did the electric electric slide for an internship. Like, so I was interning. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? I was, what? Get, I was getting... <laughs> 
I was getting to this about? story. <laughs> I was just so, about to get to the bit. Hey, teach. Yeah, I think for my internship <laughs> this year, I'm just going to do the electric slide. So, How's that sound? <laughs> so where I was going with that is I, I interned... I interned for the professional baseball team in town here. Semi-professional, whatever, right? It's, yeah, it's it's pro ball. Yeah, but it's not like the, you know. The bigs. Yeah, it's not no. the big leagues. But. Um, and I was part of, like, the promo team. So we would do the electric slide, the cha-cha slide, the chicken dance, all that kind of stuff. Probably, like, four to five times a week. So did you get pretty good at it? Oh, Yeah. Yeah, and I, I'll get down to it. Can you maybe like give me a little bit of a of a preview of what it looks like? Since you are a professional, well, if you pull the electric slide up, I, w- I would I would because I'm pretty good at the electric slide. So, all right, Miles, we might just have to play that on Saturday. Well, yeah, is there is a request? Can I request? No, because it's a live band. Oh, okay, yep. that makes sense. No, yep. I don't need the electric slide if it's a live band. Yeah, live bands are only if it's a DJ. Uh huh. Um, but. Yeah, that's. I can't believe your internship was being, I interned, doing the electric slide. I did the slide. electric slide for an internship. Not, Not crazy? a lot of people can say that, Ryan. No, that's how I got hired here. <laughs> God, that guy can electric slide really nice. I bet that would translate well into printing shirts. Oh, and he can maybe talk on a podcast. Hey, Ryan, my name's Miles. You yeah. need a job? That's basically, that's how, basically it went. how it went. So. The the cliche dances. That's my least favorite part. What's your favorite favorite favorite? What's your favorite least favorite part? My favorite least favorite part about wedding day uh, weddings in general. My least favorite part. Oh god, I've been going back and forth between a few. Okay, two might be close with one. Well, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, so one that really comes to mind. <laughs> this is this is more geared towards my personality. The worst part about going to a wedding is the attire. Now, I can relate. There's a couple of layers to this. <laughs> One, I am not exactly stuff that I'm like really, really passionate about, like this page, you betcha stuff, um, all that stuff. I'm very on top of things. Mm-hmm. When it comes to things like making sure that your shirt is ironed for a wedding or even that your shirt is clean for a wedding that you that you like got took it to the cleaner or whatever or, from the last wedding or even that your RSVP is in oh yeah <laughs> right and the RSVP all of that stuff like <laughs> i am really bad at and so the worst part about the wedding is like the night before or the morning of even sometimes cuz this is where i'm at in my life is basically like Oh crap! Is all the stuff I'm gonna wear like clean? Yeah. <laughs> do, do I need to iron it? Oh my god! Because even it. if it hung in the closet for six months, it's it's gonna get wrinkly because yeah. other clothes are catching on yeah, it. You still want to like, maybe run iron through yeah. it? But it's like, oh man! And and then so that's the first layer is one. Do I even have the stuff clean? Is it even ironed? So, Where is it? Sometimes if it's been a long stretch since you went to a wedding. Where are my shoes that I'm supposed to be wearing? Right, because you wear them only for weddings. Right. So, Miles, on top of that, I think you should really look into an uh, a steamer. Uh, yeah, an electric I steamer. Actually, so those are nice. I hate doing laundry, uh-huh. but I kind of like ironing stuff. Okay, electric steamers are fun. It's like you iron. I've it. done it before. Yeah, oh, it's, yeah? Okay. it's nice. Yeah, it's not. I don't have one, but I've borrowed one. Yeah. 
Now the second fold on it. The second fold is wearing the clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Because you have the to be tie, comfortable in that. For the tie, the, uh, the the suit coat, especially. So people who do it all the time, whatever. Yeah. I never wear one unless I'm at a wedding or a funeral. Yep. And so it's just like, even though like this is your how many times wearing a suit, you're still kind of like pulling at the collar a little. Yep. The, the tie is just like not where you want it to be. The, you try and uh, tie your shoes and the suit coat's maybe a little tight in the back. Yep. Um, lifting up your arms doesn't go very well. All of it is the worst. <laughs> when do you <laughs> pop off your suit coat? I was just going to say that the best part about having to dress up is being able to take off your suit coat or loosen your tie up or unbutton your, your undershirt. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Take the tie off and then unbutton a little bit. Yeah. I try and do that. So I actually, as soon as the dance starts and you're about five songs in, that's when I'll really, well, so as soon as I sit down for dinner, that suit coat's never going back on until I leave. That's what I was going to answer that with. Yep. But then the tie loosening and the unbuttoning of the shirt a little bit. Happens a little bit into the dance for me. Do you set that trend throughout the everyone there, or will you kind of see like one other guy Wait that's for got another his, guy to do yeah. it? Yeah, that's a really good question, Ryan. Um, I don't like. I actually will go into panic mode a little bit if I'm not <laughs> one of the first guys to do it, and I'm like, sure. oh crap, I forgot that I was supposed to take my tie off. Yeah, then I'll be like, rip that thing off. Yep. But um, I wouldn't say I'm nervous about being one of the first guys to do it. Yeah. Nothing to be nervous yeah. about. Someone's so, got to do it. So what was your top three? <laughs> so, Least favorite. So on top of that, I, I just I want to continue with, oh, with okay. your number right, one yeah. because um, this is something Meg has been very passionate about. Oh, um, man. She'll listen to the podcast, so she'll give me shit for this. Uh, here was my theory. Let's just say like three to four years ago, I had this theory of I would dress according to how how well I knew the bride and the groom. So if I barely knew them, I'll wear like maybe some you nice... You won't wear a suit coat. You'll just correct. wear a tie. Well, not even a tie. Not even a tie, wear, yes. Like, if I, like I If that. I barely know them, I'll wear just like a button-up shirt, maybe some nice jeans or maybe some khakis with some dress shoes. If I know like one of them really well, then I'll wear a button-up tucked in with like black dress pants and nice like black shoes if i know both of them really well or obviously if i'm in the wedding then that's the suit coat the tie the pants the shoes the whole shebang and she could not have disagreed with me any more wear a suit every time yes like you got to dress up for each and every one (laughs) i got to have a word with you right now you're wrong and ryan is right that and, was my theory. And normally I love to disagree with Ryan, but I do agree with him on this one. And so, yeah. That also, was my theory. I think that the time of the year matters a little bit. Yeah. I'm more apt to wear a suit coat in the winter than I am in the summer. Yep. Which this whole thing is very funny because now I just started thinking about where are all of, what do I need to yeah, do to I get ready say, for the wedding? Are you ready for I'm Saturday? I'm actually kind of glad we did this so I can be a little bit more prepped for this wedding. Well, the RSVP um, is in. You're, you're. Well, I'm there. Yeah, I'm yeah. there. But that was not done by you though. <laughs> back to our, back yeah, to the bed. Yeah, it wasn't, yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> so I think I'm going to wear, 
my suit pants and my button up and that's it. Yeah, is like that okay? It, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because I'm not wearing a suit coat. It's too hot. We put like on the on the invite because it's at the lake. It's like kind of by the beach. We said like um, like business casual. No, like like beach beach casual. Just like oh really? You could even wear like khakis and a button up if you wanted to. It'll be a little oh. bit chillier than normal, but yeah, if you really wanted to. Well, I'm gonna have to like take a look at the invite again <laughs> because because <laughs> you didn't read the invite the first yeah, time. No, I, I, God I, no. You just knew you got. All you saw was the envelope that you know, said you from do, us, and you're you like, oh, here's you get, the, you get the invite, you take a look at the photo, Yep. you go, yours came with a photo, right? No, I don't think no, it, it did. No, it didn't. Nope. Uh, when you get one with a photo, you usually go like, yeah, well, that guy outkicked his coverage. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, when do I have to RSVP by? Yeah. Let's say it's like one month before the wedding or whatever. Yeah. Oh, I got time. And then it's two weeks before the wedding, and you're like either texting them or trying to RSVP, like, "Hey, I'm still coming. I just forgot yeah. to RSVP." Or you just you look at the photo and just like, because everyone's got different engagement photos, so it's kind of interesting to see like what yeah. style of different people went. Um, so you just look at the photo, throw it on the fridge, and then yep. you don't read the text because it's all in calligraphy. And yeah. You really have to look. No at one it. can read that anymore. <laughs> right. Yeah. right. But uh, yeah, I like that. I'm, yeah. I'm excited for this weekend, Ryan. I think it's going to be a great time. Um, and I want to congratulate you and Meg Thank on you. your marriage. Um, we're going to take one more break and uh, we'll finish out the podcast, Ryan. Oh my God, that's cold. That was gross. <laughs> ASMR. Yeah. Um, yeah. Guys, we're uh, we're getting close to the end of the podcast, but uh, we kind of wanted to talk a little bit about our collab- recent collaboration. Um, today is Wednesday when this gets posted. We posted a video yesterday about the School of Ope, um, which I think is just a fun, oh, kind of oh. stupid. Uh, oh, oh, sorry what, about that. What was that? Oh, oh. Uh, <laughs> a fun little play on being a Midwest person um, with Charlie Barron's Charlie is a great guy. Um, he is started, I think, as a stand-up comedian. Okay. Um, and then he took one of his stand-up comedian bits, one of his stand-up bits, and created the Manitowoc Minute. Sure. Where he pretends to report the news, um, and that kind of, I think, is how he got into doing video content um, and, and doing content on the internet. And he's built a following over how many years, and he does a lot of stand-up shows, and his audience is very based towards Wisconsin. That's kind of his bit. Um, but it was fun to finally meet him. Oh, push burp. Whoa. Fun to finally meet him, because I've seen his stuff for a while, and we probably each had you know, five, six people a month be like, hey, you should do something with this guy. So it was finally cool to meet up, do a video together. Um and oh, another bush burp. They're just flowing wow. now. They're probably stockpiled from earlier in the podcast. Yeah. Um, and uh, it, it's just like, it's really cool to meet up with other people in the Midwest that are doing what we're doing because there's not that many of us. Yep. I'm trying to think of another person that specifically does stuff for the Midwest. Not really thinking of anyone. Larry the Enticer. Is he yeah, Midwest? but I, I want to say he's like almost like Canadian. That's what I'm thinking. But I'm sure he, you know, I'm sure it dribbles down into 
Yeah, but he doesn't even create content on a regular basis. He more no. just does appearances and stuff now. Okay. I think. But yeah, so it was kind of fun to do to do that. Um how hopefully have a couple other videos coming from that day, but how long has Charlie Barron's done the Manitowoc minute? I don't know. I, I hope we're saying that right because it is a Manitowoc tough Manitowoc minute. Manitowoc man, 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 Manitowoc. Manitowoc minute. Manitowoc. See, because man. making a murderer is based in Manitowoc County. Oh, there you so go. So I was curious because, you know, did he hit the Manitowoc, like that that buzz about that name? I'm not sure. We'll have to, I'll have to maybe hit him up and see. But, uh, yeah, it's just uh, he's doing a really good job with what he does. It's obviously a different bit mm-hmm. and uh, a different style than what I do. I know he does the super Midwest accent. Yep. Um, and I like tried to do it the other day and it was like, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty hard to do. Yeah. Um, and then people are like, well, no, you just do that naturally. Cause that's just how you talk. Cause you're from the Midwest. Yeah. But, uh, see, it's interesting how, how different people are being successful in their content with like different personalities. Yes. And there's probably a lot of overlap in your audience too. Yeah, I would agree. So you, you don't really change anything. Yeah, I mean, the only time I change stuff is maybe for like the craft beer video, or like, um, you <laughs> know, you're from a- the like when someone finds out you're from the Midwest, like that person that you played was like, like smacking yeah, your smacking gum right away. Gum. Yep. Wait, well, you're say so you're from the Midwest? Yeah, that was my, that's my favorite line. The first one, the first the line. Yeah. I think you just you say you're from the Midwest. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> smacking the yep. Well, it's yep. funny because I had a couple of friends that are like live in LA. Or around there, and they're like, oh. "Why were you chewing gum? Why do you have AirPods?" And I'm like, "Dude, that's how I picture you guys all of the time. Is that you just chew gum? You never take your AirPods out, like even when you shower or go to sleep." Yeah, Miles has Hollywood friends now, friends from oh. LA. And the it's like West West it's like two people that I <laughs> yeah. know from LA. Yeah, um, but it's Air, it's AirPod Central. Yeah, it's right? just it's technology central. Yeah, so. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, it's it's also fun to like get together with people that are doing what we're doing because you just don't get to do that very often, and just talk about like you know what's some ridiculous stuff that you've seen either in the comments section or messages you've gotten, right? Um, and and talk about stuff like that, but also like the creative energy is fun because most of the time it's like me and Anne shooting the videos. And it's like you get kind of one perspective, but yep. then you get another person, another brain in the room, and then there's a whole nother spin on what you can do and how it can go about it. And so, um, it was fun. To, it was fun to be a part of that and do that. Um, so, hopefully, it's not the end of collaborating with Charlie. Hopefully, we can keep it rolling. So, you think um, you could? Uh, how do you think you'd fare in a like a co stand up bit? Well, he's talked to me about that, about yeah. opening up um, for him. And it's Miles, fun. the exercise scientist, the college football player turned stand-up comedian. No. Uh, <laughs> I've done a lot of thinking about it, too, and I'm like, okay, I think it would be fun to try, um, but in no way, shape, or form am I like, I want to be a stand-up comedian. So if you do stand-up, you're pretty much, and you do a podcast, you're pretty much Joe Rogan. Well, <laughs> I mean, I next got, I got, have, I got better hair than Joe Rogan, but right. and next you're going to have like a Netflix documentary of your stand up. Yeah, no, that's not going to happen, oh. but close though. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Let's let the audience kind of decide if they think that that's uh, something I should try out. Do you think Miles could do a stand-up bit? I think so. Here's the issue with stand-up bits: with doing stand-up, it takes way too much calculated joking jokes. Yep. Where I excel in off-the-cuff, adjusting to the trends really having an outline going in and then see where the video takes it or stand up. If you don't have a plan and you don't have written jokes yep. before you go up there, you will bomb. You will. Yeah. And so that's where I'm like, I don't think I want to go the, down that road. Plus I also like creating content and doing that side of it more than like writing jokes. Right. Why are you making that? Ryan's I'm just I'm trying to right no, I'm, I'm trying to picture you on stage, like pacing back and forth with a mic in your hand, doing stand up. And what do you think? What's it look like? You know, I I think the first time the, the first time would be tough because you'd have to like find you have to find your groove. But the thing is, is like the first time is going to be opening up for someone. It's not going to be at like some random comedy club where no one knows you. Right. Very true. So. You kind of like bypassed the like just open mic well, okay, scene. Okay, okay, let's calm down on there. <laughs> I did not bypass anything <laughs> because I have never done it. We're just and like, I haven't done it, so I haven't bypassed anything, Ryan. So let's pump the brakes on that. <laughs> I got so far ahead in, in yeah. that in that chain of you events. You don't want to be a stand-up comedian that bad. Oh man. One of my favorite stand up bits is the I went to Jim Gaffigan uh, a couple years ago, his hot pocket bit. Hot pocket. That was the best. Um and, and to see it live too was was yeah, even better. That is cool. But see the thing he's probably perf- took like a year to perfect that joke. Absolutely. And I just don't want to do that, I don't think. Nope. Nope. You don't so, have the time for that. But uh speaking of perfecting things, Ryan, you know who's perfected wooden signs here in the Midwest? Gina's. Gina's Designs of the Heartland. Um, they are located in Iowa, believe it or not, Ryan. Yes, sir. In the Heartland. They have awesome hand-painted, handcrafted pine signs, wood pine signs. They do everything by hand. Um, we sell the Nectar of the Gods with our logo on it, with the mountains on it, on our website, Um and uh, they also sell it on their Etsy store. Yes. Which is Etsy.com slash. It's H-D-O-T Heartland. Or, or sorry, G-D-O-T G-D-O-T Heartland. So Gina's Designs of, of the, the Heartland. Heartland. Yep. G-D-O-T. At Etsy. So go to their Etsy page. They have a bunch of stuff on there for sale along with our Nectar of the God signs. They go great in any decor, living room, kitchen, man cave, garage, or all of the above. Um, so you need to go check out their stuff on their Etsy page, but also you can check them out on our page at ohyoubetcha.com. Um, I think that we kind of been thinking about doing some, you know, maybe a little bit of switch up for uh, fall colors yep. on the signs. So um, be looking for that, uh, maybe to match the hunting cans a little bit, which would be cool. Um, but again, that's etsy.com slash G D O T Heartland. Um, and, and check out their Etsy page and, and uh, they'll get you some handcrafted signs. 
Ryan, take us home. Guys, thanks again for listening into episode 32 of the You Betcha Radio podcast. It's the wedding week podcast, guys. Um, I hope you enjoyed the bit of Miles and I's three least favorite things to do. <laughs> it's or always see. funny doing the least favorite. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Yeah. Our, our favorite, least favorite things. Yep. Um, at a wedding dance, wedding ceremony, what have you. There's always that one thing um, that all of us dread doing. So, guys, thanks again for listening. Stay tuned in the next couple weeks for the new merch drop, the fall merch drop. And in the meantime, we're just going to keep pumping out good, funny videos next time that about we're doing the Midwest. Ryan, you'll be a married man. You'll have a ring on your finger. <sighs> I'll be a married man. Yes, You're gonna sir. You're going to be leaning a little bit further to the left, as I you will. said here. And it's, it's uh, tungsten, oh, so it's a little bit heavier. Not to brag. Yeah, so um, that's that. But yes, guys, thanks again for listening in. I, myself, am Ryan the T-shirt guy. And I am Miles the Ubechi guy. May your ranch always be runny. Your bush lattes forever be cold. Cheers, Ryan. Wait for it. Oh, you betcha, yeah. Yeah.